Tonight, as we come before you once again, we thank you that you are our Lord Jesus. You are our Master. You are our Savior. You are our Deliverer. You are our Strong Tower. And without you, we can do nothing. Jesus, we proclaim you as a good shepherd, as a leader, as a cornerstone, as a refuge, as a righteousness. We exalt your holy name tonight and we magnify your name, Lord. Bless this word tonight and bless our lives in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. Tonight, I want to uh, open up your Bibles to the Gospel of John chapter 2. A very short word actually tonight. But this is what the Holy Spirit of God has put into my heart. John's Gospel chapter 2. And verses 6 and 7. Now uh, they were sent uh, sorry, uh, 9 and 10. John chapter 2 verses 9 and 10. When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew. The master of the priest called the bridegroom. And he said to him, Every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now. And when you have kept the best wine, you have kept the best wine until now. The best. Amen. Tonight I want to address the word, Stop whining. Your winemaker, Jesus, is here. Amen. Amen. Stop whining. Stop complaining, grumbling and murmuring. Because your winemaker, Jesus, our Lord, is with us. Lift your hand and say, Jesus, the winemaker is with me. Jesus, the winemaker is with me. Amen. 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 Sometimes people say the best is yet to come. Sometimes people say the best is uh, just around the corner. Now what, what does it mean, the best? I mean, you have reached the optimum of your life. The max, you, you have maximized your life. Everything that you hope, desire, the synod of your desires and ambitions is fulfilled in Christ. That's what it means. In the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18, the verse, the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18, it says, the light is shining ever brighter unto that marvelous day. So it's an ever brighter shining of God's glory on you. Psalms 37 verse 25. I've never seen the righteous man or his seed beg for bread. I mean his life keeps getting better. Zechariah chapter 11 verse 5. The book of Zechariah chapter 11 verse 5. I want you to read that. The 11th chapter verse 5. Just one particular word that is said there. Yeah, 11.5. Whose owners slaughter them and feel no guilt. Those who sell them say, Blessed be the Lord. Blessed for, be the Lord. For I am rich 
for I am rich and the shepherds do not pity them amen blessed be the lord and i am rich proverbs 13:22 the righteous man lives in inheritance for his children's children amen and the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous genesis chapter 47 verse 6 it says there the pharaoh is saying to joseph for your brothers and for your father the best of the land shall belong to them can you imagine that the best of the land i speak over somebody here may you have the best of the land best of all that all that all that you have in your life may be the best may you have the best of the land the best of the deal the best of the meal the best may god bring in something best into your life the prodigal son when he came back to the father the father said bring the best robe bring the best robe I sense in my spirit that God wants to robe somebody with the best an anointing a clothing a covering that you've never experienced before a security of wrapping of God's presence and glory all over you lift your hands and say receive it in the name of Jesus may he adorn you with his glory cover you with his presence the best robe bring in the best robe First of the miracles that Jesus did was in a wedding feast in Cana. We know the story. There was no wine. So Mary, the mother of Jesus comes and says to him there is no wine. And you remember Jesus made the water into wine and the governor of the feast tasted it. Mary alone saw there was no wine but the tasting of the wine was done by the governor I pray that your history won't stop you from seeing the destiny that God has kept for you amen somebody might have seen the lack in your life the struggle in your life but let them never define you that way because god is going to reveal to somebody else the blessing the tasty part of your life the beauty part of your life is going to bring something amazing through your situation if you believe that put your hands together bless the name of jesus in your home and worship him tonight so tonight from the story in john chapter 2 A few quick points. The first point is this, it is the worst that reveals the best. I wanted to say that with me, it is the worst. It is the worst that reveals the best. That reveals the best. See, it is Jesus first public function. He and his disciples are going to a ceremony, a wedding ceremony. it's at the beginning of his ministry
And a situation arises where they want to use that situation to embarrass Jesus. Ridicule him, saying that, hey, listen, you were in that feast and nothing happened. That family went through emptiness, that family went through shame. Jesus, you and your disciples were there. Half the church was there. But listen, there is no blessing there. The devil wants to embarrass and ridicule the ministry of Jesus. In that worst situation, God does the best. Amen. There might be somebody who is looking at your life and saying you belong to Jesus. You worship him, you go to this church, you pray, you read the Bible, you speak in tongues. And listen, listen, look at the situation. But I came to tell somebody tonight that your situation is going to change. Yes. That God is going to bring something oh. beautiful out of your worst situation in your life. He's going to bring you double honor. He's going to magnify His name. He's going to turn the water into wine and do an incredible miracle for you. If you receive that by faith, say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. All through Bible, we realize that God's people actually fall prospered or were blessed in the worst of situations. Genesis 26 verse 1. There was a famine in that land. Verse 12. In that land of famine, Isaac sowed. And he became prosperous and he became very wealthy. Can you imagine that? Famine in the land. He sowed. He became prosperous and wealthy. The worst situation. The children of God are thriving. Hold on to God's word. In the worst situation, God will bring in abundance out of your famine. In the worst situation, the devil wants you to look at yourself and look down on yourself. I'm no different from the rest of the people. It is said that once the pencil complained, pencil complained, the children only need me and they dump me after they use me for a certain season and they use the pen for life. What have I done? What wrong have I done? I feel humiliated. I feel let down. I feel as if I've been just used and thrown away. And the pencil could never see his own quality. Until somebody said to the pencil, I see three qualities in you. Anything you write and you make a mistake, you can erase it. The pen cannot. Aren't you glad? You made a worst mistake in your life and you're carrying that guilt. But aren't you glad as a child of God, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you from all sin and makes you righteous before the Father? Can erase. The second quality, pen doesn't have, but pencil you have. If you are not sharp, you can be sharpened. Look at somebody and say in your home, I can be sharpened. I won't lose my edge. Hallelujah. 
I will be in the front lines and serving the Lord. I will be in the call and beckoning of my Jesus. Whenever he wants to call me, whenever he wants to use me, here I am, Lord. I am here at your beck and call, Lord. Here I am. Take me, use me, Lord. I am ready to be sharpened. Like I earn sharpens, I earn even tonight. Let the word of God sharpen you. If you think you have lost your edge, may your tongue become militant once again. May your song becoming hallelujah that brings in the presence of God that drives evil spirits out, that removes depression in somebody in the house. When you begin to worship the Lord, may you be sharpened for the glory of Jesus. And the third quality that the pen doesn't have. Pencil, you are longer than the pen. When your back is on the floor, your eyes can be on the Lord. God does not lift the standing, but he lifts the fallen. Say that with me. God doesn't lift the standing. He lifts the fallen. He lifts the fallen. Job chapter 22 verse 29. The book of Job chapter 22. Job 22 verse 29. It says there, When men are cast down, then thou shalt say, There is a lifting up. When men are cast down, then thou shalt say, There is a lifting up. And he shall save the humble person. Say that with me. When men are cast down, then thou shalt down, say, There shall is a lifting up. There is a lifting up. When you're cast down, there is a lifting up for you. And you glad? Lift your hands and say, Thank you, Lord, that you are the oh, lift up of you, my head. Uh, you, you are the glory and the lift up of my head. Amen. It is said that Joseph, in the Old Testament, you know, when he reached a particular age, I mean, a particular season in his life, he didn't like anybody quoting the alphabets. Especially when it came to the part A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. He said, no, 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 I don't want to hear that. P, P, no. He hated that alphabet P. Because he's, it reminds him of the pit. It reminds him of the pit that his brother sold him into. It reminds him of the 44's out where that woman accused him. It reminds that P reminded him of the prison. But God changed. The P also made him the prime minister. Amen. It also brought him into the palace. Amen. It also brought him to becoming the right hand man of Pharaoh. What the enemy, it doesn't matter what the enemy has used to destroy you or cause you pain. Your pain shall become your gain. Amen. Lift your head and say, whatever the enemy has used to pain me shall become my gain. If it is a letter, if it is an alphabet, if it is an incident, if it is an occasion, whatever, whatever the enemy has made or used to cost me to be in pain, God will turn it around for Amen. my gain just like Amen. he did with Joseph. Amen. Amen. That is why in the worst moments of your life, remember, never give up. 
never give up. I refuse to give up. Say that with me. I refuse to give up. Amen. If God is for me, who can be against me? He's the lift up of my head. In 2 Kings chapter 8, there is an amazing story. The prophet Elijah, you know, the prophet Elijah uh, is saying to the woman whose son he raised up, there is going to be a famine in the land. Therefore, leave the land. There's going to be a famine for seven years. And so, this woman leaves that land. Seven years. And during that time, the king makes a decree. Anyone who has left the land during the time of famine shall lose everything. But it so happened in 2 Kings chapter 8. The king wanted to hear stories. And so he said, somebody tell me a good story. Please somebody come and tell me a story. And he said, no fiction, no myths. I want a genuine, true story. So somebody told him, there is a person called Jehazi. He was the right hand man or the servant of Elijah the prophet. Bring bring him to me. And says, tell me what really happened with the prophet. Jehazi is having a comeback time. He's getting another opportunity. He's breaking the protocol. He's supposed to be leprous and away from the palace. But something has happened. Something has happened. He's sitting next to the king and he's telling all the wonderful things the prophet did. How God healed Naman, how God did that, did this, you know, how God raised that woman uh, of a son who was dead. And while he came to the part of describing how God raised that woman, son from the dead, at that particular moment, breaking every protocol, this woman shows up at the king's palace and says, I've come back. I left during famine. Can I have my land restored? Amazing. 2 Kings chapter 8. I want you to open that. 2 Kings chapter 8. Can I have my land restored? And look. the Jehazi is saying to the king. This is the woman I was speaking about. Look at the word coincidence. I mean. The exact moment this woman shows up. She's broken every protocol. She's not allowed to be in the king's palace. But she comes back. And Jehazi says, My Lord, I was telling the story about what the prophet did with this woman and the son. And the sixth verse. And when king asked the woman, she told him. So the king appointed unto her a certain officer saying, Restore all that was hers. Can you imagine that she just asked for the land. But restore all that was hers. Amen. And all the fruits of the field. Since the day that she left the land even until now. Oh, my God. 
during famine time during the worst of times there is coming a restoration for somebody not only is your land and property is going to be restored back to you but even the areas of land you know that the woman didn't ask for that but seven years all the crop that was cultivated and all the the, the, the profit that should have come is going to come to her there's going to be a restoration of everything let me tell you in the worst of times our god is able to the best of things lift your hand and say i receive it in the name of jesus your fruitfulness god can restore it back even the arrears seven years she got it back wow get connected tonight to the anointing of the holy spirit in the name of jesus oh, yes. i speak it over your life in the name of jesus right now let the anointing of the holy spirit of god move over your life causing restoration to every devastation that you've gone through through every failure and brokenness and pain you've gone through let there be a restoration that comes from the hand of the almighty god in the name of jesus look at genesis chapter 13 and i wanted to look at it from the message bible genesis chapter 13 the message bible verse 2 during the time of famine look at abraham genesis 13 verse 2 it's an amazing word come on my brother read it for me genesis 13:2 message bible genesis 13:2 so abraham left Egypt. Ah, so he left Egypt and went back to Negev. Ah. He and his wife, everything he owned, ah. and Lot still with him. Ah. But now Abraham was very rich. Ah, that's the word, second word. Now Abraham was very rich, loaded with cattle and ah, silver ah, and gold. I want you to underline that word loaded. Oh my god, may you be loaded with the blessings of God. Lift your hand and say I'm going to be loaded. <laughs> I like the word loaded. I'll read that once again come on by now abraham was very rich well, abraham was very rich loaded with cattle and silver and gold wow loaded i came to tell somebody here there is abundance during famine receive yeah. the word if the word of a prophet should sustain you let this be this word may you be loaded with the blessing of god may you be loaded with the blessings of god in the name of jesus amen ecclesiastes 5th chapter Verses 9 to 11. Message Bible. Ecclesiastes, the 5th chapter. Verses 9 to 11. Are you enjoying God's word tonight? Don't be too upset when you see the poor kicked around and justice and, and the right violated all over the place. Don't, don't, don't feel upset. Yeah. Read on. Exploitation filters down from one petty officer official to another mm. there is no end to it mm. and nothing can be done about it mm. but the good earth doesn't cheat anyone mm. even a bad king is honestly served by a field mm. the one who loves money 5th uh, chapter 11th verse 5th chapter 11th verse yeah. oh sorry the more loot you get the more, the more looters show up more loot you get the more looters show up mm. and what fun is that to be robbed in broad daylight I, which one which version are you reading which part of it the 11th uh, 5th chapter 
Okay, forget that scripture. Let's get on. Hallelujah. Let's get on with God's word. Amen. So the first point is in the worst of times. I can't hear you at home. I can't hear you. <laughs> at home, everybody, at the worst of times, expect the best from God. Amen. Second point is, what God said might not be what he's saying now. I want you to say that with me. What God said before, what God said before, might not be, might not be what he's saying now. What he's saying now. Jesus said, "Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth, present continuous, out of the mouth of the Lord. Every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord." In Genesis twenty-two, God told Abraham, "Take your son Isaac and sacrifice him." He obeyed. He took the son and went up the mountain to sacrifice him for the Lord. But what God said before was what not God was saying at that particular moment in that mountain. God said unto Abraham, "Do not kill that child. Do not lay your hand upon him, for I have provided for you a ram." God told the prophet Elijah during the time of famine go to the widow of Sarephath I've commanded her to sustain you but don't be staying there for the rest of your life Elijah the next word came get up from there and go on see God what he said before might not be what he's saying now that is why you need to have a relationship with Jesus No matter how stranded you might feel in your life, God will always give an instruction. God doesn't give sympathy when you are in trouble. He gives instruction. In Luke chapter 5, Peter having fished all night caught nothing he's sitting there broken hearted the lord didn't say oh my peter you didn't catch anything oh peter oh peter come come just lean on my shoulder cry you didn't catch anything all night you've been working all through for so many years you know sometimes we want that but that's not what god said he given instruction launch out into the deep peter see you got to learn to connect to the lord's instruction many suffer destruction because they are not yielding to instruction everything that you do in your life has to be in divine instruction you must connect to the next instruction in your life from god to go to the next phase of your life if you're stagnant for a long time spiritually in whatever way it's a sign that you've lost the relevant inf- information from god or instruction from god 
Instructions are timely. God provides, God gives abundance to people who will listen, who will walk with Him. Others can sit and confess the promise of God. That's a good thing all through their life. But you need the word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. To move to the next level. John chapter 1, John chapter 5. A man who was by the pool of Bethsaida for 38 years. 38 years he's by the pool. Because he says nobody was there to help him. The one, the guy who jumps in first into the pool when it is stirred by an angel gets healed. So anytime the angel stirs up the pond, minimum seven people jump. But God knows who jumped in first. Others get wet. See, there is a moment in the anointing that you can either receive your healing or just play. Get wet. It looks like you obeyed and you jumped, but you were not trying to be first. You See, you need to obey the instruction. Because instruction is for that time. It's timely. Lift your hand and say, Holy Spirit, give me sensitivity to your voice. Holy Spirit, give me sensitivity to your Give voice. me ears to hear. Give me ears to hear. Help me to understand what you're saying. Help me to understand what you're saying. Let me not walk by previous experiences of you, Lord. Let me not walk by previous experiences. Help me to have a present moment with you. Help me to have a present moment. Help me to abide with you, to live with you, to walk with you. Yes, Lord. Help me to abide, live with you, Lord. Amen. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Anybody who's stagnant in a, uh, in, in a battle zone for many years, Many a time you can trace it back to having not heeded uh, instruction from the Lord. And that's not to condemn you or make you feel guilty. It's for you to go on your knees and say, Lord, if I missed on you, I'm sorry. Help me to connect with you. I'll obey you, Lord. God is in speak something for effect. He speaks for obedience. Hallelujah. When you think you have come to the end, always remember there is a bend. When you think you have come to an end, he will give an instruction. He will take you around that bend. Darker the night, brighter the light. Third point. Jesus must be involved. It seems a very simple point. But 
but I want you to lift your hands and say, Jesus, be involved in my life. Jesus, be involved in my life. Amen. Amen. See, Christ was invited to that wedding. And so were the disciples. Jesus has to be involved. In Gospel of Luke chapter 19, We know the story of a man called Zacchaeus. He was rich but short. Say that with me. Zacchaeus was rich, was rich but, short. but short. There was a so- song that we used to sing in Noah Sag. Uh, you know that song? Zacchaeus. He climbed upon the sycamore tree. Yeah. We should sing that. Something is going to happen for the Noah Sag. That's right. For everyone in Noah Sag. Let me tell you, the faculty and the students, something good is coming your way. Amen. Zacchaeus was rich but short. He climbed upon a sycamore tree. The Bible preacher said, Zacchaeus was the only person in the whole Bible that Jesus actually looked up to. (laughs) Because he climbed the tree and Jesus actually looked up to him. You know why? Because Zacchaeus knew he was short. He was willing to acknowledge that and willing to involve Jesus in that. So Jesus became a friend. Many a time you have a shortness in your life but you do not acknowledge it. So Jesus can't be your friend. Jesus has to be your best friend. BFF. Best friend forever. The first thing that you should get up in the morning and say, Jesus, good morning. Not to your wife or to your husband. Good morning, dear. Good morning, darling. Baby, how are you? To your child. No. Please love them. Especially during lockdown. But you need to say, first, Jesus, I want you to be involved in this day. In everything that I do, Jesus be involved. Mark chapter 2. Here is a man who had no legs. He was lying on his back. He came to Jesus with eight legs. He came to Jesus with eight legs. You know, four people were carrying him. He was lame. He was not only lame, but he was late. Why? Because when he got there, the place was already crowded. The ground, the bottom level of that house was already crowded. Mediocrity is always crowded. You will always have many friends if you want to stay in the bottom level. As a matter of fact, you can actually get a crowd. That is why Jesus told John, come up higher. Come up, come up. This man, if you just want to be just listening to a message and then going back to sleep and you know, just doing about your normal routines in life, it's always crowded. There are hundreds of people watching like that. But out of that, there should be somebody who will say, I want to go up higher. I don't want to be late. I want to go up higher. 
I know I am lame, but I don't want to be late too. I have issues, but I want to get to Jesus. I want Jesus to be involved with my life. Yeah, I have struggles. I can't walk the way that others walk. There are times when the intercessors have to carry me and the pastors have to carry me. But ah, but I'm, I have to get to Jesus. I have to get to Jesus. I have to get to Jesus. I have to get Jesus involved. And if you're willing to have that kind of attitude to say, Jesus, I want to be involved. It doesn't matter how, how high I have to go, what I have to break through, or how I have to get to your feet. I will do it because I want you to be involved. I want to have my sins forgiven. I want to walk again. I want to glorify your name. If you're one of them, jump up in your homes and lift up your hands and shout out your praise to Jesus. Call upon the name of Jesus. Get Jesus involved. If you're on the storm, wake him up. Pray. In Galatians 2.20, Paul, Paul said, It is no longer I who live, but Christ liveth in me. This life I live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me. In Romans 1 1, 1 Corinthians 1 1, and Romans and 2 Corinthians 1 1, whenever Paul is writing a letter, he starts with Paul, an apostle of Christ. That's how he starts Paul, an apostle of Christ. But when it came to a later period of his life, Book of Hebrews, most Bible scholars believe it is written by Paul. Some say it is not written by him because Paul's way of introducing himself was not the way Hebrews, the book of Hebrews starts. Because in every other book which Paul wrote by the Holy Spirit, he says, Paul, an apostle of Christ. And that's how he starts. But the book of Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 1, how does it start? Hebrews 1 and verse 1, it says, God. In times past, spoke through the prophets. God, God is involved. Hebrews 1 1, please read it. God, who at various times and in various ways, God in in various times and various ways, spoken time Hmm. passed to the fathers by the prophets. Yes. He starts with God, He spoke. In the times past. Now he speaks through the word. If you are my disciples, you will abide in my word. He speaks through the word. You know, you've seen, we have in most of our cars, the GPS system. And GPS system helps us to navigate. As a matter of fact, you can look at the shortest distance. To the place where you're supposed to go. If there is traffic, either the lady or the guy in that GPS system will say, you know, take another route. That is what, when God guides you, there is trouble, there is traffic, he says, deviate, son. There is danger. Son, take this road.
guides you. Get him involved. 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 3. The sons of the prophet said unto Elijah the prophet, Come with us. Got the prophet involved. Come with us. I do not know whom I'm speaking to, but I'm telling somebody here, you need Jesus in your life. You need to get him involved in your life. You need to have a relationship with Jesus. Psalms 90:90 Message Bible. And I want you to read that. That is amazing. You can read that in a few versions. I mean, this so blessed me today. Psalms 90, verses 15 to 17. Psalms 9:0. Ombada Pujip 9:0. Underline that. Personalize it. Uh, oh, teach us to live well. Teach us to live well. Teach us to live wisely and well. Teach us to live wisely and well. Come back, God. Come back, God. How long do we have to wait? How long do we have to wait? Come back, Lord. And treat your servants with kindness for a change. Treat your servants with kindness for a change. Surprise us with love at, da- at daybreak. Oh. Surprise at surprises with love. Love at daybreak. daybreak. Your daybreak is coming. It's gonna surprise you. I'm again saying that from God's word. Amen. Surprise us with love of God at daybreak. Amen. Yes, read on. And we'll skip and dance all the day long. See, and we will just skip and dance all the days of our life. Skip and dance. Skip and dance. <laughs> Visit us, Lord, and we'll skip and dance. Yeah. Make up for the bad times. That with is the, good the word. Times. Make us make, make up. up. Make up for the bad times. Make with up the for times. the bad times. With some good times. With some Man. good times. For all the COVID 19 lockdowns and bad times, he's going to make up Amen. with some good times. There Amen. is going to be an amazing Amen. road of recovery yeah, for right. somebody's business Amen. here now. Somebody's Amen. business is going to go through an amazing, Amen. hallelujah, Amen. way of recovery. Hallelujah. He's going to recover your business, Amen. just going to recover just like that. Amen. Hallelujah. Finance is going to just recover just like that. For all the days that we have been afflicted, oh God, Amen. in the similar way. Way uh, yes. or much more uh, bless us even more. Amen. Read on. We have seen enough evil to last a lifetime. We have seen enough evil to last a lifetime. You can tell the story of COVID 19 to your grandchildren. Yes, read on. Let your servant see what you're best at. Let your servant see what you are. Best at. I said the best is going to come. Let your servants see what you are best at. Oh, God. Yes. The ways you rule and bless your children. The ways that you rule and bless your children. Keep your hands up on your head and say, I'm getting blessed in the name I'm of Jesus. Blessed in the name of Jesus. <laughs> the ways that you move and bless your children. And let the loveliness of our Lord, our God, rest on us. And let the loveliness of the Lord, our God, rest on us. Lift and say, let the loveliness of our Lord our God rest on us. Now look at it from the Amplified Bible. Psalms 90, the same word. Amplified Bible. Psalms 90. Yeah. Yes. Amplified Bible. Uh, from which verse? Same verse. So 15 to 17. 
make us glad in proportion to the days you have afflicted us make us glad in proportion to the days that you have afflicted us and the years we have suffered evil and the years that we have suffered evil let your work the let sign work. of your power ah. be revealed to your servants let your work be revealed to your servants and your glorious majesty to their children yes and let the gracious favor of the lord our god be on us and let the gracious favor of the lord our god be upon us confirm for us the work of our hands yes yes confirm the work of our hands confirm the work of our hands lord amen see backsliding is uh, uh can you read one more version the good news version psalms 90 verse 15 the good news version uh, i mean you need to read all the versions of that scripture okay okay and yeah psalms 90 verse 15 yeah give us now as much happiness give us as much happiness as the sadness you gave us as the sadness we went through during the years of our misery yes all our years of misery and the sadness we get through lord now give us happiness i want you to pray this psalms 90 this verses 15 to 17 from the good news bible from the living bible from the amplified bible from the message bible take the scripture and say lord this is my prayer lord we've been afflicted it's been such a challenge but lord help us to see the good days the best days amen backsliding is sometimes not about going back or falling into sin backsliding sometimes is just staying where you are on the same spot and everybody else is overtaking you sometimes you might not be doing something great uh, i mean you might not be doing any wrong or great sins or whatever great sin is not a nice word but <laughs> you might not be sinning or doing something stupid but you're just stagnant you're just on the same spot 25 years ago you came to jesus and that same spot you are there you've not gone forward and everybody else is overtaking you prolonged stagnation is always backsliding and tonight in the name of jesus may it fall away from your life amen may this be the night of reckoning from the holy spirit of amen. god may that uh, yoke of stagnation and backsliding be broken off amen. and may you be propelled forward uh, by the help of the holy spirit uh, to grow in christ yesu christu vaagana thaleyolam valaruvana yesu christuvine pole aaguvana devathinte krupavarangal nilagathu jolikkuvan parishuddhaatmavinte saanidhathile yesuvine magathappaduthuvan christuvil valaruvan anugraham praapikkuvan devathinte prayojanapeduvan amen the fourth point are you enjoying god's word Amen. Right. Understand the power of intercession. John chapter 2 verse 3. Understand the power of intercession. Mary is coming to Jesus and saying they have no wine. Many believers are selfish believers. They only pray for themselves. A sign of spiritual maturity is known by your ability or your passion to pray for others. everybody needs prayer i need prayer everybody needs prayer intercession is placing a demand on god for the needs of man 
means crying out to heaven to hear the cry of others when is the last time you prayed for somebody that you travel and pray lord till that breakthrough comes for that person who have you prayed for if you have been praying for yourself and nothing is happening in your life it is a sign that you need to come out of that selfishness to pray for somebody else when job prayed for his friends he was restored double job Amen. 42 verse 6 amen As long as you were sitting there scratching and just saying when will I get out of the situation nothing happened but the moment he began to pray for his friends he was restored double fold Colossians chapter 4 verse 3 apostle Paul is saying look at Colossians chapter 4 verse 3 it says there pray also for us that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ. 1 Thessalonians 5:25 he said pray for us. 2 Thessalonians 3:1 pray that the word of God might have free course among everybody and that we might be delivered from unreasonable and evil people. In the sea Abraham was an intercessor. you cannot be a intercessor a prayer a prayer warrior in, in terms of praying for others and not have your own blessing in life hanna prayed 1 samuel chapter 1 seventh verse says that every year she would go to the temple to pray but one year suddenly her prayer changed 11th verse she realized that god had a need that there was a prophet a priest that was needed in the house and so she said lord if you give me a child i will give him to you so the the need of the house the house of god became so real for her so one samuel 2 and verse 21 says that god not only gave her samuel whom she gave to the lord but god gave her five other children five other children three sons and two daughters number 5 is grace grace the number is symbolic of grace see anything that you pray for others cannot be absent from your life i repeat that again anything that you pray for others will not be absent from your life when you begin to stand in the gap for others god will begin to feel the gap in your own life stand in the gap you know it is true that sometimes you pray for people and i do not know some of you might be discouraged that way sometimes you pray for people they have been lifted up they have been helped they have been blessed and you know you really prayed you spent night watches praying for their healing for their deliverance for their protection for their breakthrough and they they, they never appreciate it they never see it sometimes you get discouraged i'm not going to pray for anybody else again isaiah 26 and verse 10 has got an interesting scripture isaiah 26 verse 10 it kind of encouraged me isaiah 26 verse 
Let yes. grace be shown to the wicked. See, you show grace or favor to the wicked in yet praying for will, them, for their blessing. He, ah. Sorry. Yet he will not learn righteousness. <laughs> yet he will not learn righteousness. In the land of uprightness, he will deal unjustly. He will still deal unjustly. And will see, not behold... See, see, you, you, you show favor to somebody, you pray for them, you help them, you bless them. And they will not even understand it. And the Bible calls them wicked. You cannot change their mind. They, you know, once I was, uh, you know, praying, and somebody was very, very, very behaving very rudely with me, and I said, "Lord, I've been praying for this person," I, and the Lord literally spoke to me and said, these are the things that I have answered in that person's life because of your prayer. That person doesn't understand it, doesn't even see it. But don't get discouraged. They are wicked, but I will bless you. See, if anyone in your family is not saved, pardon me for saying this, but you are a disgrace to heaven. It means you haven't interceded. Maybe you prayed for your car, for your house, for your breakthrough and somebody in your house is going to be lost eternally and you haven't interceded. Lift your and say, I need to intercede. Help me to intercede. Holy Spirit, help me. I want you to lift up your family members to the Lord. If there is anybody listening to me whose family is not saved, maybe your parents, maybe your brothers, maybe your sisters, maybe your in-laws, maybe your grandchildren, maybe your spouses, uh, you, know, you need to pray. Lift up your hands and say, Jesus, 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 give me the spirit of supplication. Give me the spirit of intercession. Help me to pray. Help me to travel. Help me to see the manifestation of your blessing. I want my family to be saved, Lord. Genesis 25, 21. Isaac interceded for his wife. You need to intercede for your wife, for your husband. Don't walk out of that marriage. Don't get discouraged. Intercede. Pray. Amen. Oh, we sing that song. I stand on behalf of the land. On behalf of the land. I stand in the gap on behalf of the land. Down on a Take a stand and bear in the seat for a land. We don't have the words with us. Can you get me the words? Uh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Just in the seat, in the seat, in the seat. 
Intercede for a brother or a sister that you have seen in the church. Hallelujah. Let me see them standing next to you. You don't know their name, but lift them up by face into the hands of Jesus. Pray for somebody in your family. Pray for somebody who is staying next to you. If you are in a flat and your flat, the rest of the people in the other flats are not saved. Pray for them. Pray for your neighborhood. Pray for your land. Ask Jesus. Ask Jesus. Ask Jesus. Join up with the intercession of Jesus. Oh, Come spiritually mature. Rabbana, may you come out of your selfishness. Intercede for somebody else's blessing. Forgive your enemies and speak a blessing over them. Pray for 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 them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The eyes of the Father.